Welcome to Online Marketing for Pilates Teachers, the podcast where we believe that the positive impact you're having on the world is everything, and life is way too short not to make a living doing what you love. I'm your host, Pilates teacher and business coach, Stephanie Benton, and you can think of me as your empathetic yet tough love business bestie you never knew you always wanted. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Online Marketing for Pilates Teachers. Today, we are going to dive into different types of content that you can use to really help create more visibility in your business and also build your own confidence, right? Because I think one of the main things that a lot of us as Pilates teachers are struggling with right now is the fear of becoming more visible. And so by talking about these different types of content, I'm hoping that you can start to build an idea of how you can show up more effectively in your marketing. So let's dive in. The first type of content that I really love using on a regular basis is vulnerability content. And This is the type of content that is going to make your skin crawl a little bit and make you very uncomfortable because as a Pilates teacher, you're used to sharing mostly educational content. You are used to talking about Pilates, talking about the benefits of Pilates, talking about or maybe filming a video of you doing a quick Pilates workout. And though that type of content works really well, and we're going to talk about educational content too, the first type of content that I really want to highlight is visibility and vulnerability content. This is you sharing stories of your own experiences and how you've overcome the same challenges that your audience is currently experiencing. So I talk a lot about how you are your soulmate clients. And what I mean by that is you're not who your so so the current version of you is not your soulmate clients but the past version of you like a year ago or 5 years ago or 10 years ago that is your soulmate clients so when we're thinking about what we can talk about on social media aside from just posting tips and a pilates sequence and a picture of us on the equipment is you can start telling a story about how you have struggled with something that your audience is currently struggling with. And I'm talking beyond just physical pain, but physical pain can be a part of it too, because people will spend their money to get to a place where they have more money, they have more time, they have more love, right? So those are the things that motivate people to buy. If you're pain point or the thing that you struggled with before is going to create a solution in one of those categories, then you are golden. So for example, let's say that before you became a Pilates teacher, before you even discovered Pilates, you kept killing yourself in the gym and you weren't getting the results that you wanted. Then as you discovered Pilates, you realize that the shape of your body changed, right? And I'm just giving an off-the-top-of-my-head example here. But there are a lot of people out there that believe right now that killing themselves in the gym is the solution to all of their problems, and that's going to help them lose weight, or that's going to help them become more attractive, or 
give them more energy or whatever the case may be, right? So by creating a narrative of how you can relate to the beliefs that they currently have, the thing that they're currently struggling with, and how you've used the vehicle that you provide as a service to change your life, that is going to, number one, build trust and authority in you as the expert. And number two, it's going to make you relatable so that you're not on this pedestal of a person that's doing very fancy Pilates exercises when your soulmate clients are out there looking at that picture or looking at that video saying, I physically can't do that right now, or I mentally cannot even think about doing that right now, or my brain is telling me I need to go into the gym and run on the elliptical for five hours, okay? So it's about being vulnerable, and it's about giving education around how they can change their perspective, giving them a paradigm shift of something that they currently believe is true that from your experience, you know, is not true or is not the solution or is not the solution that you're going to provide, right? That might work for somebody, but it's not working for the the person that you're trying to attract with your marketing. The second type of content is that educational content. It is sharing about things and resources and tips. My top three ways to do this thing. Uh, it's giving an educational perspective and not just teaching a Pilates sequence without any context. It's giving context to that Pilates sequence that you are teaching. And context is telling people why it's important. Why should somebody stop and watch that five-minute live video of you on the mat? Or why should somebody stop and watch this reel that you made with these five exercises, right? So you really have to start to put yourself in the shoes of the soulmate clients that you're trying to attract. If you're not familiar with who your soulmate clients are, make sure you go back and listen to that episode from a couple weeks ago where I explain how to figure out your niche and, and all of that. The next type of content is engagement content, okay? And this is content that starts a conversation with people. This is asking questions. This is putting polls on your stories, on your Instagram stories or Facebook stories. This is asking probing questions to learn more about your audience, and then to also just start conversations. In my Facebook community, my Facebook group, which is filled with Pilates teachers, I teach about marketing and all of that in the group, but sometimes I will ask, what was the strangest thing that happened when you were teaching a class, right? Because what that does is it helps them to feel seen, and then everybody starts telling their funny story about the strange thing that happened when they were teaching, and we can all commiserate together. So it creates a sense of community and it creates a space for connection. And that is one thing that is certainly missing in the world that we're living in right now is that connection of meeting people who are in the same phase that you're at. But that's also one of the beautiful things that the internet and that social media can provide for us. I mean, think about 20 years ago. You could not meet a room full of people who were also left-handed basket weavers, okay? <laughs> but now I'm sure there's a Facebook group for left-handed basket weavers that exists out on the internet somewhere. I don't know how many people are in that group, but you can meet people from all over the world. And it's important to, as the 
person who is leading the ship as the leader of this community that you're trying to build and this business and brand that you're trying to build for yourself, it's important for you to learn how to start to create those connections. And the best way to do it is to do it and to start asking those questions and understand that not everything that you put out on social media is going to get 5,000 likes. That's the other thing that I want to talk about on this episode is that we have to detach ourselves from the engagement that's happening and all of that. I know that's kind of weird coming from the marketing person. And in the past, I've talked a lot about boosting your engagement. But the social media platforms are not playing super nice at the moment. That could change. It's a lot harder to get visibility on your posts. But what I will say is that there is still people out there that are watching what you're doing. They might not like every post. They might not be commenting on everything, but they're watching what you're doing and they're waiting for the moment when it resonates with them or when they can save up enough money to work with you or a myriad of reasons. Nobody is going to know that you exist and that you can help them and serve them and give them a transformation in their life unless you show up and you put yourself out there in a position to potentially be judged and you grow a little bit more of a thicker skin because there's going to be people that don't like what you do, whether you talk about it on the internet or not. Okay. There's going to be people who love what you do. And that's why we need to talk about it on the internet as much as possible so that you can become more visible and grow your business and gain the clients that you really desire. So my suggestion is to start to think about these types of content and how can you integrate this into what you're doing and how can you show up more consistently in your marketing content to build the trust, to share your expertise, and to create a community around you that grows and thrives and all of that. And some of that work is going to be internal. You're going to have to really understand and ask yourself, what are you afraid of? Why aren't you doing this right now? Why aren't you putting out things that are going to maybe rock the boat within the Pilates community? Why aren't you differentiating yourself from other teachers? What is the fear that's really coming up for you? And try to navigate through that as best as you can. And of course, if you're looking for support of any kind, you can inquire down below by applying for the Inspired Brand Accelerator. It's now a six-month mentorship to help you to build the visibility that you need to build an online program that you can use as a standalone online business or to create a hybrid model in your brick-and-mortar business. And It's also the place where you're going to find the community of teachers who are working to do the same so that you can motivate and inspire and stay in touch with each other because it's so important to have community, right? And it's so important for you to have the permission slip. And if nobody's ever given it to you before, this is your permission slip to be authentically yourself in your marketing. Let your freak flag fly. (laughs) Don't worry about what other Pilates teachers or the industry thinks about what you're doing because at the end of the day, they're not paying your bills. And just trust and know that you got into this business because you have a passion. You want to help people 
None of us are here trying to hurt people or anything, right? And so by allowing your personality to come through and allowing yourself to really be who you are, you are going to help so many more people, I promise you, than you ever imagined that you possibly could. I hope that this is inspiring for you and that you start utilizing those types of content in your marketing, and I will see you next week. Bye. I hope you found this episode incredibly valuable. And two things before you sign off. One, I am giving away an Instagram profile audit to one lucky teacher every single month who either leaves us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or who shares this episode on Instagram stories by taking a screenshot and sharing it either to Instagram or Facebook stories and tagging us at inspiredbrand.co. Every month I'll be choosing somebody to audit their Instagram profile and give you some feedback on how you can improve your marketing efforts there. The second thing is if you want to attend the free live training that we're hosting this month, then make sure that you head to inspiredbrand.co forward slash free trainings to get yourself registered and signed up to learn all you need to know about marketing and business as a Pilates business owner. I will see you in the next episode.